0: We are super proud to announce that Stay Plugged In is now sponsored by HyperX for our online events for the month of August. Prizes will include a Cloud Stinger Wireless headset and a Cloud Stinger Wired headset for our Turbo Tuesday tournaments for the first and second winning teams, and then for our Valorant tournaments, which are every other week on Thursdays and Fridays, that will be the Alloy Origins Core Mechanical Gaming Keyboard, HX Red, and the Pulsefire FPS Pro gaming mouse, which the keyboard is for first place and the mouse is for second place. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Spincast. Today we are talking about collegiate esports, in particular with Emerson College Esports. Today I'm joined by Paige, who's the executive officer, Bobby, who's the president, and Jade, who is a player um, in Overwatch. So without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and let you guys introduce yourselves. Tell us where your passion started in eSports and how that took you to where you currently are in your current role at Emerson. Paige, I'll let you go first.
1: Okay. Uh, Yeah. So I'm the Executive Officer of the club. It means I kind of do a little bit of everything. I'm kind of just helping everybody out on the Executive Board. Um, I got into eSports as a sophomore in college. I hadn't really played games before college, but I got really into them my freshman year, and I wanted to help out with the eSports club. So that's how I kind of fell into this. I was the captain of our uh, Overwatch B Team my entire sophomore year, and now I'm captaining it again.
0: <laughs> awesome, sounds great. Bobby, go ahead and introduce yourself.
2: Uh, my name is Bobby Wilson. Uh, I am the current club president of Emerson Esports. Um, I got into Esports through the Super Smash Brothers community. I've been playing competitively since I was about 15 years old, I wanna say. And since then, I've been pretty proactive in that space. Uh, when I started attending Emerson, Uh, One of the things that drew me to the college was its willingness to get involved into esports and put on these grandiose events. Um, And then since then, uh, since I enrolled in uh, 2017, um, I've been a part of the Super Smash Brothers team and just kind of worked my way up and became president. Awesome. Jade, go ahead.
3: Hi, I'm Jade Edwards. I'm a player on the Overwatch B team at our school. Um, esports as a whole wasn't really on my radar until I wound up in college and heard about it for the first time and it was sort of just morbid curiosity showing up but then as soon as I saw what our team was about and what we do in esports I was head over heels so I've been with the team ever since.
0: Awesome, awesome, sounds good. All great basketball there. Um, love to see you know, the passions in esports and gaming really go to something really constructive in running um, the esports program at Emerson um, in your various different ways and parts. So speaking about the program in particular, um, this question is more for Bobby and Paige since you're more on the executive side. Um, what is the program exactly? How is it affiliated with the university? Is it a club, is it a varsity program? Um, and then talk to the level of support you also get from the university. Um, in any way that they do give you support, if any.
2: Uh, Bobby, you can go ahead and answer that. Sure. Um, so Emerson eSports uh, has been around since about 2014, I believe. Um, and we are essentially an extracurricular club um, that operates within the uh, confines of Emerson. We have a few teams uh, that operate within the club, Uh, most prominently, I would say Overwatch and Smash Brothers. Um, And as far as support that the school gives us, um, we've been kind of working with the college lately uh, to build up the kind of support we're receiving from that end. Um, The college is definitely interested in getting more involved in the esports sphere as of late, uh, offering, I think, around two. Uh, courses within their curriculum uh, revolving around esports in particular they've had uh, courses about twitch streaming and live streaming in general as well as uh, esports and hosting esports events Mm -hmm. Um, and so that kind of operates within the school's curriculum uh, rather than emerson esports but emerson esports acts as another extension if people want to take the next step into getting involved with esports whether that be Uh, attending PAX East every March when it's in town and doing coverage of that event, working with Cookie Brigade, working with um, different organizations and different uh, companies to produce content for them, Um, as well as uh, take place in collegiate circuits or collegiate uh, events, uh, such as the ones we have for Overwatch or the weekly events we put on, uh, we host on our campus for Super Smash Brothers.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Love to see that support um, already there and growing. I um, always love to see these, you know, clubs start to morph into bigger programs. Um, obviously, more support means the more, you can, the more you can do with it. So that's great. Um, speaking about some of these events, I'm intrigued. I'm sure the viewers are as well. Um, Paige, since you're the executive officer and wearing a pack shirt, um, talk to us about, you know, your level of involvement with PACS. That's obviously massive. And all the other events and kind of your role in organizing, whatever that looks like. Um, with packs and your other events that you do particularly at Emerson?
1: Yeah, so for PAX, um, we work with Cookie Brigade. Uh, we've been doing that for two years now, and so we have students help distribute. This year I was a student coordinator, so I got all the Emerson kids together who, was helping, who were helping to distribute cookies. Uh, this year we raised over $40,000 in four days for Child's Play, which was absolutely insane. Jade was one That's of the brigadeers who helped uh, distribute cookies. It was super fun. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it really helps us be able to give back, but also um, we Emerson is a film school, among other things, where communications is technically our like designation. So we had some students who majored in film um, doing content for Cookie Brigade and filming like the distribution process and just getting behind the scenes stuff. We had students filming things for like Nintendo. Bobby worked at the Nintendo booth. Like we're kind of everywhere at PAX and <laughs> like wandering the show floor. Like we kept running into other Emerson kids, from, like from different parts of Emerson, just like who were there and so yeah PAX is kind of like our hometown event so it's a pretty big one and then on campus we also host different events um Jade helped host a Pokemon event if you want to talk about that Jade because that was pretty fun.
3: Oh yeah definitely so that one was with the release of Pokemon Sword and Shield um so Pokemon has a collegiate esports side but also just kind of like a big fan base of people who love adorable Nintendo creatures Mm -hmm. So that was trying to be a marriage between the two where we were just like celebrating this new fun game that was coming out, but also um, kind of getting a read for like who we could have joining a potential Pokemon League at our school. Um, And the turnout was pretty good. And we did have a lot of people sign up for like the more esports side of things. Um, We've definitely been trying to work more on like marrying like the competitive side and just like the people who are enjoyers of game. And I think that was a really good event for that.
0: Yeah, that's incredible. Um, always love to see all of that come together and really embrace the casual and the competitive because I think there there's a divide there in a lot of different games where the casuals don't really care about the pro scene or the competitive scene and then vice versa. They think the game needs to be balanced in different ways. So really love to see that marrying that you're talking about to really, you know, bolster all of the games and all the titles and all the new ones where I can have that you know kind of unified approach to the game. So absolutely love to see that in particular. Um, Speaking to, kind of shifting gears a little bit, um, for the playing side of everything, um, Jade, another question for you is, what does a typical day look like for practice, training, how much do you scrim, bot review, all that kind of stuff with your team in particular? (laughs) Uh,
3: Paige can also talk to this a little bit in a second, but our practice days, we've been working with two each week, and it's definitely, we all come together online, and so that's a good thing about this whole COVID thing is, that hasn't changed what we're doing too much. Um, but we're all coming together online and in communication with each other and just practicing with one another. Um, some We have both an A team and a B team right now. So sometimes it's people from the A team coming down and talking to some of the lower level players, trying to give them advice to like get them up. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes we're scrimming against one another and sometimes we're scrimming from, against outside schools. Um, but definitely it's, uh, it's just like a big part of like communication and also a little bit of bonding to like be able to get in communication with each other through discord and be like talking and also like being teammates with each other.
0: Yeah, for sure. And on that playing note um, from the support staff, um, I know Paige, you used to play and Bobby, you play um, in smash as well. Speak to the importance of the support staff and your roles in particular and how you help keep the players on track. um, Keep make sure that they're continuously improving their performance Um, so they can ultimately compete compete better and better. Uh, Bobby,
2: you can go first, sorry.
0: (laughs) Uh,
2: So in the Smash Brothers side of things, it's interesting because Smash is a one-on-one fighting game, or it typically is played in that format. Mm -hmm. Um, And so when it comes to that kind of thing, we don't necessarily have uh, dedicated practice times. Practice is more up to the individual, and success is dependent on how much that said person wants to put in the time and put in the effort. So I mentioned that we do weekly events, but there's also a ton of uh, Boston and New England events that people who attend uh, our events or attend Emerson uh, travel to uh, using public transportation or just walking there uh, every single week. Um, And so when it comes to our Friday events that we have on campus, um, we always like to start a little bit uh, before the bracket actually begins. So people can come by and practice or just play some friendly matches or play in an environment that's not necessarily super stressful or super competitive but it's mostly just like exchanging notes or exchanging advice or just like hey you want to plug in and play for like an hour before the bracket begins and then we can just like practice matchups or just like get, uh, change, exchange information essentially um, and so my role in that is sort of cultivating an environment that people feel welcome to participate in, in in a stress-free casual setting. Mm -hmm. Um, And so all of the events that we do on campus are free to enter because of that, Uh, as opposed to some of the weekly events that take place either at Balance Patch or Platinum City Gaming or Game Underground, where you pay a $5 entry fee and a $5 bracket fee. Our events are totally free. And because of that, I think it allows for people to not only experiment with their play styles, but also, To just come by, have a good time, and just hang out with people who they would eventually like grow to become really close friends with.
0: Awesome, awesome. Always love to see um, those kind of general themes continue on. Paige, um, what is your uh, response to the early question I had asked Bobby as well?
1: Yeah. um, So for Overwatch, it is a very team-based game, Um, especially with Rollock now. um, It's become a lot of like trying to do individual role practice for Overwatch. This DPS tank support. So like trying to match up like A and B team like people to try to train up on like those roles. Also, um, just having, like, workshops and stuff. Um, a couple weeks ago, one of the um, other Overwatch coordinators hosted a call-out workshop for the B team, which was really helpful, just talking about, like, what's a helpful call-out, what isn't a helpful call-out, like, what should comp sound like when you're playing a game competitively. And um, I think it's just stuff like that that's helped us, like, keep our focus together for, um, like, I guess, like, it's, like, we're we're in the season, but it's kind of, like, off semester right now because, like, we're mm-hmm. not in classes. So mm-hmm. I think it's helped us keep our focus.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, there's this general theme that, keep, theme that keeps coming up with all three of your responses that I want to touch on a little bit more in it's community. Um, I think all three of you have a different role in, in improving and just growing the community at Emerson and the surrounding area as well. So my next question is a little off kilter, but name or just think of one experience that you've had in particular with the community, whether that's growing it or interacting with it on that you would like to share with viewers, especially for the younger ones, high schoolers, to really show the like really positive sides of the esports community and how, you know, typically everyone comes together to help grow each other, whether it's performance in game or putting on really awesome events or raising money for charity. So Jade, I'll let you go first on that.
3: Okay, yeah, um, I think my number one story is actually how I met Paige. Uh, we weren't, we didn't know each other before we wound up in esports together. But I remember, I went to like the interest meeting right at the beginning of the school year out of like curiosity. And I was, I remember being very on the fence. I had that idea of like, oh, like this is a competitive thing. This is a little different than anything I've done. Like, I don't, I don't know if I like games in a way that isn't like casual. I don't know where I sit. Um, but I went to the tryouts anyway. And I go in. I sit down. I have my diva headphones because I am who I am. Um, <laughs> and I'm an Overwatch player, and I kind of just look to the right of me, and there's someone wearing Diva headphones next to me, <laughs> and it was Paige. And mm-hmm. we've been friends ever since and also working together ever since. So it was definitely a community. I feel like if I can give any advice, I was scared to enter, but it wasn't, I didn't need to be scared once I like really found out what it was about and the kind of people who uh, come to it. And it's very, it's very open towards like people who aren't. Uh, sure about it, there's always gonna be a place for you. Yeah,
0: Yeah, for sure, absolutely love to see um, those little stories always kind of lead to long-term friendships um, and all of that. Bobby, go ahead, tell us that one experience that you can think of.
2: So the one that comes to mind immediately is, um, so every single semester uh, we have what we call, or what the school calls an org fair, where different organizations set up tables around a public environment uh, and allow prospective students or incoming freshmen, or just people who want to get more involved in extracurricular activity, uh, check out the various clubs and organizations. And usually, uh, by tradition, what we've had for Emerson Esports is we have a Smash Brothers setup and some flyers. And if someone beats one of our uh, cl- uh, one of our club's top players at this event, they get a free jersey. And for the last uh, I'd say year and a half, I've been the one at this booth, and one of the best takeaways from uh, that experience and be able to talk to people, talk to uh, prospective members is just seeing like, Oh, I'm not very good. I don't think like I'm going to be like a valuable member of the team, or I don't think I'm going to really make an impact or I'll probably just get bodied and playing them and them walking away with the experience of, wow, I did better than I thought I would, or wow. I may have gotten my butt kicked, but, like, I want to get better now. I have, like, the drive to succeed a little bit more. And we've had um, members who come to our weekly Friday events who, because they had that first initial experience of what it's like to play someone who plays uh, the game competitively, get a taste for, you know, where can I improve and, you know, what sort of goals uh, they have in mind to just improve their play. And because of that, they've been – uh, long members of the community for the last year or so awesome awesome
0: absolutely great to hear Paige go ahead and tell um, share your experience with us
1: yeah um, I was also gonna tell the headphone story so Jay took it that's fine um, it's like both of our favorite stories we're, <laughs> yeah we're, we're super close friends now and we have been for two years but it's because we like happen to be wearing the same headphones mm-hmm. um, I'll think of a more recent one um, I uh, this year at the end of PAX East, um, all the Emerson kids were kind of walking out. We had packed all our stuff up from the convention center. and We were on our way out. And it, like, we just like sat down in the hotel lobby and we were just like, so tired, but like, so like con, like we had done so much work and it just felt so good to be like, we did it. We got it done guys. Like we we worked our butts off and we did this whole weekend and we finally have done it. Like this is my first year like coordinating students. So I was like, oh my God, it happened. We got it done but also just like the fact that i knew that we'd spent like a whole weekend like doing work for good and doing work for charity that was like super satisfying like mentally to be like oh i spent all this time and i like like we helped make a positive change
0: Mm -hmm. yeah for sure i think you know the charity outreach especially lately with esports has been growing and growing and growing especially with um covid because you know this is really the only competition that a lot of people can participate in currently on the last three or four months so even that steamrolling right, sparking that change and then lasting change is always fantastic to see. Um, my next question for everybody as well is kind of looking towards the future. Um, you have all been involved in, I think, almost every aspects of an esports program that you can be involved in at some varying level of degree. Um, looking towards the future, what do you want to see change with collegiate esports in general? Whether that's you know unification in like one central place to play. Um, or a continuation of all these little um, smaller events leading to bigger events, um, It's just anything that kind of pops into your mind with that, um, where you think it would be really great positive growth for collegiate esports to start to trend to. And we'll reverse the order here. So Paige, you go ahead and go first.
1: Okay. Yeah. Um, so my dad's a basketball coach. So like, I think of everything kind of in terms of basketball mm-hmm. when it comes to competitive sports. But um, I think that like, just having a more unified like tournament structure for games. I think like something closer to the NCAA would probably be like a really, really positive change that like we have divisions, like all schools have like a role like within their division. Like I think it would just really help unify it because I think with like smaller private leagues, like they're super helpful and especially like they give us somewhere to play and they match us up with other schools, but they aren't always equipped to like handle all the teams at once. And we definitely found that with Overwatch sometimes is that like the league that we work with is not always doing the most that they could be doing. And so I think that like having a more unified like league structure would be super helpful.
0: Yeah, for sure. I, I've heard the, you know, kind of back end of the logistics and the scheduling of having all these 10 different competitions and the main ones and then they're scheduling on top of each other. And that just creates, you know, you, you start to lose out on opportunities as well. Um, so yeah, absolutely agree there. Bobby, go ahead. What, what do you want to see?
2: Uh, So, the fighting game community in general has already made steps towards uh, introducing collegiate leagues. Um, For example, there's the Collegiate Star League, uh, which actually Emerson has partnered with to put on an event for, but I think I would love to see more of a unified hub space for people interested to get into uh, collegiate fighting games, to be able to either uh, have a website or have a platform to match with people online. Or maybe in general areas, um, there's already been attempts to uh, kind of make an app that allows people to find local events or find people who are looking to get games. Um, but I think having that sort of thing, but on um, like a school level. So if I'm on Emerson campus, and I'm looking to get uh, some games in and Smash Brothers. If I could just put out a message saying, hey, anyone looking to get some games and have a ton of people respond or maybe in neighboring schools as well. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Love to see that
0: um, as well. Jay, go ahead. What what are you thinking about um, for the future? Oh, I think you're still muted. Oh, no.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think I have pretty high hopes for the future. Um, One thing I've always kind of thought about, and I've talked with Paige about this, is just like the diversity of the community and like the ability for like people who don't feel like is necessarily something for them to show up and like find out for themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, I ultimately had a pretty positive experience in being able to show up to something I wasn't sure about and be able to embrace it so fully, and it's really paid off for my collegiate experience overall in like so many different ways, uh, given me exposure to things I don't think I would have found otherwise. Um, but I've, I definitely think that's something that the community needs to look to improve, like constantly, um, just like opening this up to people who wouldn't always be shown at the table otherwise
0: yeah exactly i think we've touched on it all in different various forms throughout this entire podcast is that you know embracing the casual and the competitive that esports isn't just competitive playing right there's so much more there's the back end of event organization and production and all the support staff that goes into that as well as just casually playing having fun having watch parties sitting down rooting the competitive team on really having that whole holistic approach and complete inclusivity on all fronts. Would love to see that happen. Unfortunately, we are running out of time. I do have one last question, quick question for each of you um, before we unfortunately have to sign off for this podcast. Um, What's one piece of advice that you could think of to give um, a, let's say high school student, right? Someone that's looking to go to college for esports, participate either casually or competitively Um, or in the, you know, support staff side in being an officer or a president, et cetera. Um, What's one piece of advice that you would give them to help them stay on track, um, focus, and then be able to achieve being able to play or um, be involved at the next level? Uh, Bobby, I'll let you go first on this one. Uh,
2: I feel like this is a a very obvious piece of advice, but it's one that kind of escapes people's mind, is that esports isn't just about playing the game. And so if I can give one piece of advice, it would just be get involved. If you love video games or if you love esports, even if you maybe don't think you're that good at playing them or you know you're not that good at playing them, if you want to get involved, there is definitely a role for you uh, in your local community, whether it be for content, whether it be for event organization, whether it be for promotion, whether it be for just basic management. um, There is absolutely a role in just about every single esports community, uh, period. Uh, whether it be at your high school, your college, your local town, your city, uh, your state even. Um, I've been involved in, you know, Clubhouse Smash Brothers since, like I said, I was 15, 16. And ever since then, I've been uh, a tournament organizer, a live streamer, a um, event organizer, a uh, a player, a team member. I've done so many different roles uh, within my time in the community because I keep wanting to try to do more for that community. And because I'm always looking, I'm always asking the question, like, what can I do? hmm for
0: sure, for sure. I think, I, I can't agree more on that. Esports isn't only the playing level, there's so much more to it, and that's the beautiful part of it. Um, it really is a completely inclusive community um, on all of those tiers. Jade, what's your piece of advice for, the, for any of the younger generation, the next generation, so to
3: say? <laughs> um, it comes similar to Bobby's, but I think it's still worth saying. Um, be a good player, but be a better person. Uh, mm-hmm. You definitely, you're gonna miss out on so much if you're only focused on the game. There's such a rich community here. There's like so much interaction you have outside of uh, what your SR is, outside of what your hit scan is. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, you, you start here because you have a lo- joined love of gaming, but keep that, like, keep everyone else in mind. They're so much more important than anything you're doing on the screen.
0: Yeah, for sure. You know, bull screen that community, absolutely. Paige, what's your piece of advice?
1: Yeah, I think my piece of advice would really just be like be open. I mean, I came into college and I had like never really played a video game before and I ended up like happening on Overwatch B team. Like I out of no like for me it felt like out of nowhere. I was like, oh, I'm in this totally different place than I thought I was when I started college. Be open to trying new things, especially within your esports club. I mean, like I've done a lot of stuff now. Like I didn't think I'd be running part of Cookie Brigade, but I did that. Like I just being open to taking new um, opportunities and being open to taking on new responsibilities is um, really, really good. And also just like, don't be afraid to work to improve your club from within. Like our club is great, but we all, like Jade and I spent most of last summer rewriting our club constitution, like getting into the nitty gritty, making sure that everything is going to be good for the future when we're not here. And so for the future of like our club and our esports players, um, I think is really important and just something not to forget about
0: yeah absolutely creating that lasting change i think helps everybody because ultimately helps grow the entire community for esports which is i think all of our you know really top goal is just seeing esports become mainstream like the nfl or the mlb or anything like that mainstream in the traditional sense so unfortunately we are out of time absolutely fantastic input on a number of different topics um absolutely loved this uh, this episode of SpinCast. so Real quick, um, plug yourselves if you have a Twitch channel or a Twitter or anything that you wanna throw out there so we can keep up to date with your play. Um, and then also whoever really wants to plug the university and the club itself on the, that socials and how we can keep up to date on the teams that you know actively play with Emerson. Paige, let's go first.
1: Okay, um, yeah, so I stream on Twitch at twitch.tv slash road codes. Um, and also I'm part of the Emerson College Twitch team. Um, Emerson can be found at twitch.tv slash Emerson Esports. And, Bobby, I think you can probably plug the rest of the school's socials because I don't know all of them. I'm pulling them up right now.
2: (laughs) Um, The one that comes to mind is the Twitter account, which I believe might just be Emerson Esports. It's Emerson underscore Esports. Awesome.
0: Jade, do you have anything else to add? Or, sorry.
1: Oh, no, I'm I'm all right. That's pretty much it for me gaming-wise.
0: Yeah, for sure. Jade, anything on your side?
1: Uh, No, you can just find me on Instagram at jade
3: underscore edwards. A lot of my esports stuff spills on there.
0: Yeah, awesome, awesome. Once again, thank you for all of you participating today. I said I think this was one of the more special ones for sure, really showing the sense of community surrounding esports. Because unfortunately, esports does get a bad rep because of toxicity and discrimination and some things that sometimes the media takes a little too far, in my opinion. But I think this discussion we've had today really shows like, hey, that's not what we're about by any means. We really want to grow the community in a positive light um, and seek lasting change for the next generation. So to all our viewers and listeners, thank you for checking it or saying the entire time. Um, Ultimately, stay healthy and stay happy in the current pandemic. Make sure you take care of yourselves and your loved ones and stay plugged in.